Welcome to Gamers Cafe, where I give you everything you need to go. What's going on in the PC gaming world? Gamescom is going on right now as we speak. I am not there because I have a other full-time job that doesn't allow me to actually go to Germany. But I would love to go to it sometime, so let's see in the near future. Hopefully I can go over there. Anyways, I'm your host, Brad Dyster. Let's get on with the gaming news. All right. Looks like there is some new tidbits or new fun gameplay for Dishonored 2. Uh, it looks very interesting, to say the least. Uh, Emily looks like a very interesting character to play, even though in the first I was like, I just really want to play Corvo because... Yeah, I mean, you're, you're playing Corvo in the first game, why not want to play him in the second one as well? But looks like Emily's just as fun to play as Corvo would be. So it should be interesting to see what the difference is between their playstyle is because Corvo has what uh, he originally had in the first game, probably some, with some minor tweaks and some new uh, skills. And Emily has a completely new set of skills, which look very interesting and very fun to play at the same time. I am very excited for this game. That's not an understatement. I am very, very excited for this game. I'm very excited to see what's going to come about of this game as well. It should be a very fun game. It should be great, just as the first game was. But that was a little bit more of a surprise, but this one should be fun just as much. Alright, moving on to Prey. Prey has some uh, new gameplay trailers as well. There was a new gun that looks like it freezes or puts blobs on um, enemies and then you can kind of blow them up. Look very interesting to see. They also have a way for you to turn into a coffee cup. Yes, that's right, a coffee cup. Because we all love to turn into coffee cups because then we'll just hold the coffee there and then we will suck in the caffeine through that as well so that is an interesting gameplay also the reason why you can do that is to you know get into some areas you couldn't do as a human and you can kind of like throw yourself off of it looks like it's very interesting to see what's going to be happening about that but that like i said with dishonor 2 because they're both made by the same developer looks like it's going to be awesome. I said before when I talked about this during E3 that Prey does look like a very System Shock 2 or System Shock type vibe with a hint of Alien Isolation as well. There's, there's a little bit of it, but it's more of a System Shock that I feel like uh, a lot of the influences came from. But I don't say that uh, Alien Isolation isn't there a little bit as well. We don't know much about the game, but it looks very interesting to see what actually is going to happen with all that. All right, in the news is AMD. Yes, AMD is uh, approaching, you know, launching its new Zen uh, CPUs. Yes, the new Zen CPUs looks like to be on par with the new Intel CPUs. Now, AMD has, in the CPU and even the graphics card, for a long while has not kept up well with NVIDIA or Intel. Uh, Way back in the late 90s, early 2000s, they did beat them out, but after that, it just really hasn't done, they haven't done well in that area. And with uh, acquiring uh, the graphics card, ATI, uh, they kind of haven't really done a very good job with that as well, but they have been doing a lot better with the new 400 uh, series line, which is pretty good, and with the new Zen, which will be able to do a lot of things better and faster they're getting rid of the bulldozer type architecture and using a more um, cost-effective and a better a better way of doing it as well 
they are also going to um, have for more of businesses or more for server type things. There's there's their uh, service class chips. We're going to have 32 cores or 64 threads, which is well, quite a bit more than Intel. Intel has 24. Now, not to say they're not going to come back with something else that's going to be a little bit more, but that's 33% more cores than uh, some performance with same showing, but it's more cores than what Intel is providing as well. Um, it's also going to be more energy efficient, which is another great thing as well. Uh, it's also going to have L3 cache, which is great, which appears to have 8 megabits per four cores rather than a globally shared three cache. So per four cores, you're going to have about eight meg megabytes of cache through that, which is also another great thing for better memory management. They're also going to be moving from uh, 20 uh, nanometers to and 32 nanometers. Um, so it's going to be a lot smaller. They're going to use a 14 nanometers uh, FinFET for Zen. So they're moving away to even smaller to pack in more processing power, which is another great thing. I think this is actually going to be a really great hit for AMD again. Now, if you want to use these cores, you're going to have to get a brand new motherboard because the new the ones right now are not going to work as well. But with that, you're going to be able to use the DDR4 RAM, the NVMe, also the USB 3.1, uh, and other things as well. But you're going to have to update your motherboard if you want to use these. Now, if you've been holding out for a while for a better AMD CPU, this might actually might be the one for you. So you want to be on the lookout for it. Check out Micro Center and all of them for that as well. All right. No Man's Skies. Yes. Later in the show, I will talk about my impressions, but we're going to talk about the news about No Man's Skies. The patch is out now, so it should help with a lot of the performance issues people have had. I have not had very many. I had two bugs that I've found and a couple, a lot of pop-ups. The pop-ups for when you go into the planet, you'll see all of a sudden the hills look like mountains uh, and other trees and assorted other things. Uh, and uh, the all tab bug, which will not allow me to get back in. And I had one bug that just threw me out of the game. Uh, beyond that, I've had very little, I've had s some slowdown here and there, but not too much. Uh, beyond that, it's run very smooth for me. I've had no really terrible issues so far uh, so I cannot say that there's been a lot of terrible issues because I've not experienced it. Now to say that people have experienced it, well they probably have. I mean, PC gaming is a difficult uh, it's, it's difficult for uh, developers because you're going to run into a myriad of different types of problems that you may not have foreseen. It's always going to happen. It doesn't mean that uh, holds them from not trying to do the best they can. But they have brought it out. There is no patch notes quite yet, but it does improve frame rates at low specs and improves for PS4, improves stability a lot more. Um, but also builds in more support for hardware for the PC as well. So it should be interesting to see what all happens. But there is has been a boost in performance, which is great. So you won't see a lot of those, uh, you know, lag bits or the slowdowns that you see every once in a while. I've, that's I've seen that quite a bit. That's the one thing that's kind of a nuisance, but the seamlessly from planet uh, from space to planet is kind of amazing. I've enjoyed No Man's Skies. Some people have disappointed with it. I this is what I thought it would actually would be, uh, just a huge exploration type game, and I haven't really been that disappointed about it. I mean, I do say you can only play it for a certain amount of time because it 
it does wear on you because you're it's a journey and so I will get in the rest of that later on now there's also another thing that the creator of no man's sky well he's he's walked back from earlier statements about no paid DLC before no man's size came out he was like yeah we'll add these for free we'll add like freighters and a whole bunch of other things as well for free and he's like now he's like well we will we may do paid DLC which I don't know how that's actually gonna work because you can't really add more things when the algorithm that you've created adds things or creates life in general so I don't know what it's gonna constitute paid DLC I do hope they don't go like all Call of Duty and have like these little uh, like cosmetic stuff it's like two bucks and just doing the the crazy things that they do about that so I'm hoping 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 they don't do that but you never know uh, it's dumb it's I'm never in favor of DLC because a lot of DLC is just terrible uh, a lot of times developers what they do is that they kind of it seems like they withhold a lot of content for the DLC and it looks like the base game is very light and doesn't have much going for it and so what they it seems like what they want you to do is pay for the content that should have already been in there to keep players long around long enough but they didn't so they wait for it and it just seems like I wasted 60 bucks on a game that should have had way more than what it did that's one problem I have now in Overwatch news I actually talked about Overwatch quite a while um, so it looks like some data miners have sourced through the code and found that there actually could be a pay, a free trial mode. Uh, that means that people could play it for a bit, see if they like it, and if they don't, well, they don't, they're not going to pay for it, obviously. A lot of the games, a lot of other Blizzard games have it, World of Warcraft has it, so it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for it to actually have that type of thing. Now, it looks like there will be no, uh, you could not enter competitive mode which is fine, you'll be able to play quick plays, which is almost the same thing as competitive mode, it's just, you may, well, <laughs> you may not get the best teams, but that's that's the nature of these types of games. Uh, so it should be interesting to see what's, what's going to happen uh, with that, but hey, I wouldn't mind a retrial mode to give to my friends and be like, hey, look it, if you don't like it, cool, but try it out, see if you actually like it or not. That's, that's, what, I, that's what I think. There's also a new interesting um, feature that Blizzard is uh, rolling out with. It's to help with the trolls. Now, some people in these types of games go, good game, easy. The funny part is they're usually the worst ones in the team. They aren't really that great, but that all depends. That's what I've seen majority of the time when team completely rolls another team and it's like, and you get the end of the game, it's like, good game, and it's like, and ever since good game, there's this one guy that goes, good game, easy, or that was e or easy, like, easy game, it wasn't really that hard, and you look at them, and they're not, they're maybe the middle of the pack, they're usually at the bottom, and you're kind of like, why, dude? Well, what they're going to do is that when you type that, you're going to get some, uh, they're going to basically change it, so they're going to change it to, well played, I salute you all, for glory and honor, huzzah, comrades. I'm wrestling this one. I'm wrestling with some insecurity issues in my life, but thank you all for playing with me. Ouch. Uh, it's past my bedtime. Please do, don't tell my mommy. 
That's kind of that's a little funny. Gee whiz, this was fun. Good playing. And the last one is, I feel very, very small. Please hold me. I'll hold you. And I'm holding an imaginary person right now, and I'll just be like, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, it looks... I mean, more power to it. I mean, I don't really care because I don't really say that stuff too much. I try to I try to say, hey, good game. Because you know what? These types of games can be difficult. You have your, like, really good moments and your really terrible moments all at the same time. Sometimes it's like, good game. You have a really great match, and all of a sudden you completely suck. And that's the nature of it. I mean, we're all human. We can't just always be good all the time. So that's why I try not to do it. There's also some more in the public... Uh, trial uh, servers as well as the PTR uh, what it, what the new patch is or the public test realm excuse me uh, the public test realm is what it's called the PTR um, what it does is that there's a new uh, emote uh, for diva which allows her to play twitch which with she's eating some Doritos and drinking some soda could be probably Mountain Dew more likely to it and it looks like it's gonna be like she's live streaming whatever game she's playing, uh, so there's there's that one. There's also a few other things. Uh, they're changing uh, the competitive mode, so there's going to be six labeled categories from bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, master, and grandmaster. Uh, they're also it's going to be significant change to existing hundred point uh, scale, so look out for that as well. Uh, this is just to help streamline it a little bit better and to kind of give different types of categories to each to each of the um, levels that you are going to be at. Uh, also, there are going to be different changes to characters, so there's going to be some nerfs. One nerf is to Lucio and uh, his movement uh, speed boost, which will be lowered. Uh, Zaynetta, uh, Orb of Discord, is 20% less effective. However, Orb of Destruction has had its damage increase from 40 to 46, so that's Pretty significant change as well. Uh, Genji ha has a little bit of a change. So his double jump no longer resets when wall climbing, and Junkrat uh, Steel Trap can now catch him mid-dash. Should be interesting as well. He also gets two seconds shaved off from his ultimate duration, uh, so people are going to have to do a lot quicker than before, which I think is... I think out of all of it, I think the other one's a pretty good one. Uh, that's been brought out. Mercy is actually getting a buff, a pretty big buff as well. So uh, not only does her beam heal 20% faster, but three quarters of a second has been trimmed off from the time it takes heroes to become mobile after she resurrects them, which is great because when I was playing when when it launched, it was like, come on, I want, I want to go, come on, and it takes a little bit longer. So uh, that's a good thing. So it looks like all good things so far. Uh, for this so that's great also the last thing about overwatch is that there's a new map that's been announced it's uh basically a german castle uh and it looks like it's a hybrid for uh for it's basically like a payload it's a, a bomb it's a battering ram and you bash through castle walls uh this is a significant map for one of the biggest battles between the omnic uh and uh, the crusaders so it should be interesting to see what that's going to do, but hey, new maps are always, always, always awesome. Always awesome. All right, other news is Obsidian's Tyranny. Well, it's a pretty big game, and it looks like they've pushed their writers to the extreme with over 600,000 words 
uh, written for this as well. There's different ways of doing things, and they're claiming that uh, there's different... So if you do good, it could do good for one person, but not for another person. Uh, you could screw up one area, but not screw up another area, and so on and so forth. So there is a myriad of different uh, decisions to make, but all these different decisions have different types of outcomes. So it should be interesting to see what it is. I'm excited for it because I like uh, the top-down uh, RPG genre. Uh, so it should be interesting to see what they bring out with Tyranny. And now Tyranny plays a little bit differently than other RPGs because the bad guys have won and you were part of the bad guys. And so your decisions affect the realm in general. So like I said before, it should be interesting. I love RPGs. It's one of my favorite genres uh, in gaming. I mean, I have like my top five, I guess, or it's one of my top five, I should say. So it should be interesting to see what happens. For video cards, now NVIDIA has brought out a 1060 3 gig edition this is to compete with AMD's uh, 400 line, uh, just to you know, be competitive with them. And so it should be interesting to see what how this is going to perform. Uh, the 1060 6, 6 gig version performed pretty well. And it was a little bit faster than the 480 AMD card. Uh, so it should be interesting to see what that's going to be all about. But NVIDIA is taking notes to what AMD is doing. And I like that AMD is kind of bringing the competition back and lowering the prices of a lot of cards that are coming out uh, that are new and having more budget cards that actually are good and not just like terribly old cards because before it was all about that new cards and then new cards come out and then those prices come down and eventually you'll buy the like the mid-tier ones so it looks like it's good that new mid-tier cards brands making new are coming out and it's not just waiting for the higher end cards to come down in prices because new cards come out that's all I'm saying all right, there's, new, there's some news for uh, VR. Now, I'm not really going to be reviewing VR games because I have not, don't have a VR unit. I am waiting to see what VR does and if it actually is going to be a viable uh, accessory to PC gaming. But uh, Ubisoft has announced that they are launching these games. So Star Trek Bridge Crew, Eagle Flight, and Werewolves Within. So Eagle Flight is going to come out for Oculus Rift on October 18th, uh, PSVR for uh, it's going to come out on November 8th, and the HTC Vive is going to be December 20th. So you're going to, have to wait a little bit longer for that one as well. Bridge Commander is going to come out for all three platforms November 29th. If you don't know, Eagle Flight is kind of a capture the flag, but you're eagles and you can soar over, and it's it's interesting. It looks like it could be fun for a while, but it might lose its appeal. Star Trek Bridge Commander, Bridge Crew, sorry. Looks kind of fun, but looks kind of boring after a while too, because it's it's part of the Kobayashi Maru. It looks like, and you have to deal with different types of issues. So it could be actually very fun, but you're gonna have to play with friends because you're gonna have to have different people manning different um, assignments or ranks. So you have the captain, you're gonna have the helmsman, you're gonna have engineer, uh, science officer, and all that other fun stuff. So that could be interesting. And now werewolf werewolves within. Is kind of like Mafia, the card game where you try to figure out who is the werewolf who's been devouring villagers. So it should be interesting to see how well it's played. You have to be played with people from different areas, so there aren't going to be in the closed room. So it'd be even more interesting to like, you know, point the person like that's the person that did it. It's, it's like Mafia. If you play Mafia. You have a, uh, a card game with different types of cards, and each face card is different types of people. So you have the medic. The uh, 
police, the mafia is always, and you basically go to sleep, wake up, someone's dead, and then you try to figure out who actually did it. So yeah, those are all coming out um, soon-ish, but, uh, and then Werewolf Within is going to be coming out December 6th for all three platforms as well. So it should be interesting to see if these newer VR-focused games are going to be any good or if they're going to be very gimmicky. And time will tell. I mean, we did have the 3D glasses for a while, and those didn't really catch on either. So it should be interesting to see if these will, well, if this will actually catch on. All right, now, Konami was in the news because it brought out Metal Gear Survive. Now, it lo- I'm with the people that are like, why are we making something about zombies? It's kind of just... It's old. It's really old. It's, it's Every time I see someone's like, well, we're just going to slap on zombies because zombies are always a cool, a cool thing to kill. So people were upset about it, rightfully so. It is a survival co-op type game where you survive zombie attacks. Basically, there is apparently going to be stealth. I don't know how well it's going to work out. But they said this is an alternate timeline where you're sucked into a vortex. Like I said, it's it's... It's just one of those things where it's like they're trying to do something new and something different because of the career leaving, and so there's this is the best thing to come up with instead of just doing something in the narrative of what it is. So it could be good. It could be just really gimmicky, and I am not really looking forward to it, to be honest with you. I thought Metal Gear Phantom Pain was okay. I thought the story kind of got muddled by the end, and... uh so, and Hideo Kojima, I mean, he made it, but I feel like he just got really muddled at the end and really wasn't as good as it could have been. Even though a lot of critics loved it, I was always in the thing like, it's okay. It's not great. It's okay. But we'll see if this actually works out. I'm just not looking, it's just not looking like it's going to. Now, there's Star, Star Wars Battlefront news and that the new DLC... The Death Star is going to have a battle station mode where rebels are going to be attacking a ship, and it's going to be basically like a rush, but in space. So they're finally bringing out space battles, which they should have brought out in the beginning anyways, but they didn't. And the problem is that a lot of people aren't really playing this game, especially on PC anymore. They kind of just moved on because of... There's a lot of problems. One... Yeah, it was great. It was easy to pick up, but it was so just... There wasn't much strategy involved with it, and it just gets boring after a while. Two, there were four maps, four planets, that that came out at launch, and one came out later, so five... They get kind of old after a while. There was that one. There was a lot of game modes, but a lot of them weren't played after a while, so I think Walker Salt still played quite a bit. The Conquest one, not so much, because the problem with the Conquest one was that once once I took over all the points, it was over, instead of just this whole back and forth. What I think they should have done is really um, lend itself to what Battlefield did and looked at that a little bit more than trying to create something that was a little too casual for a player base that wasn't casual at all. They missed, they missed it completely. I know they were working heavily off the Star Wars brand, which is great, but they could have actually brought a lot of depth, but still made it accessible, and they didn't really do that very well. So if you're still playing it, kudos to you. That's great, but 
I played it for a while and then got bored of it because the whole, ooh, it feels like Star Wars, it feels really, it looks really great, wore off really quickly. It was, it was awful. There's also new news for Mountain Blade 2 Bannerlord, which is great. And I saw the video and it was, it was heavily focused on the uh, defenders for Siege. And so it looks like you can kind of plan your defense. It looks like you can actually, you know, hold off uh, attackers, which is also kind of awesome. Because I love that you can hold off attackers uh, from this because it can be kind of difficult. Uh, and I love the first... I mean, three games, so Mountain Blade and then uh, the other two expansions were actually really fun and really great. So I'm really looking forward to this. There is no release date from this, but from what I've seen, it looks awesome. It looks like they spent a lot of time in making it authentic and also making like Siege mode look actually like a, like a process like it usually does and give defenders some adequate tools to defend against attackers instead of just not really getting it. Like the first one... It was a little easy for for attackers to actually win, uh, so this one looks like it's going to be a little bit more difficult. A little bit more strategy is going to be, eh, you know, taking place in this. All right, there is Deus Ex: Mankind Divided news. Now it's coming out next week or this coming Tuesday, which is awesome because I'm looking forward to this, even with all the controversy. Uh, but this one, people are a little bit upset about. One, DirectX 12 is not coming out at launch. It will come out. In September, early September, September uh, 5th is when they're saying it's going to come out. They want to kind of give a little bit more polish to it as well. So be expected for that to come out, but which will be great. Uh, also, other news is the list of what you can do for the graphics and UI options. For the display options, there is DirectX 12, exclusive full screen display resolution, M MSAA, which is a, a graphics type of setting, refresh rate, V-Sync, field of depth from 0% to 100% brightness as well. For graphics options, you got presets from low, medium, high, very high, and ultra. But for ultra, you're going to need a 4-gig card for this. So if you don't have a 4-gig card, you're not going to do ultra. Texture quality, low, medium, high, very high, and ultra. Texture filtering off to 2x, 4x, 8x. Uh, shadow quality, you also got contact hardening shadows. Um, this is to create more realistic shadow falloff, resulting in soft shadows that are further away from the surface. You also have temporal anti-asling, anti, uh, uh, which is a substitute for that, which it blurs the edges. Anti-asling uh, would, would blur the edges and kind of make it not so like rough around that. And you got motion blur, which mm, you don't really ever really need. Uh, field of depth. So you got on off very high in ultra. You got bloom. Uh, you got uh, uh, volumetric lighting on off ultra. Subsurface uh, scattering on off. Cloth physics. That's interesting to see. Ambient collision, uh, tensilization, parallax uh, occlusion mapping. Oh, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, this is supposed to add additional depth to select services uh, for walls and like of that. Screen space reflection, sharpening, chromatic aberration, level of detail, and then there's UI options as well. There's a whole bunch of stuff, which is awesome because we PC gamers love our options. That's right, we love our options. There's also a new trailer for it as well, which I actually like the trailer. It's actually pretty cool and pretty cinematic. I'll put it in the show notes if you want to if you want to take a look at it. I'll put it on the 
a lot of the videos in the, sh in the show notes as well, so you can take a look at it as well. There's also one thing, and that is for um, Logitech. Logitech's going to be making a very lightweight, uh, pure mouse for pro gamers. It looks very nice, very lightweight. Uh, it uses a lot of the, a lot of uh, things that you kind of see a lot of like high quality, more expensive uh, gaming mice into a small, lightweight one, which is going to be 83 grams, which is actually really, really good. 83 grams is quite, quite good. Uh, but it's very lightweight, which is good because you don't really want a heavy. To be honest, you don't want a heavy mouse. Not, not, not it whatsoever, because heavy mice, they're great, but they eventually are too heavy, and you're like, I don't want to use this. The other thing they're using is the PMW3366 sensor, which is the gold standard of responsiveness and accuracy, which is always great, because especially in PC gaming, especially in first-person shooter, you want the most accurate you can get. And the price tag isn't bad, so it's supposed to, uh, it'll be on sale this month for $70, which is not bad. I've seen gaming mice's for quite a bit, but it's black with blue. It's very simple, very elegant in its simplicity as well. Now there's two news. One, Facebook, I don't know why, but Facebook is making its own Steam gaming portal. Yes, that's right. You can now do that because Facebook wants to, I, to be honest with you, I don't think it's a good idea. There's already enough out there and them throwing their hats into this is just really stupid and really dumb. Uh, so, if you if you listen to any of my other podcast episodes, Digital Coffee or Marketing Mind, I'm always hypercritical of Facebook because Facebook always does this. They always try to go into something when they shouldn't be going into something, and it's just another for for a for a into it or another avenue for them. But it just seems like ham fisted and just they're going to the casual market, and the casual market doesn't really care about that stuff. But it's in its beta right now so if it's facebook arcade um so if you really want to try it out you can try it out now the other interesting news is that curse has joined twitch that's right curse has been acquired by twitch so it should be interesting to see the cross platform between curse and twitch i love curse i think it's a great platform i think it's really robust and especially since it's new um redesign is it it's just one of the better uh, gaming uh, messaging services to actually use. So it should be interesting to see how well and the uh, cross-platform is going to be with this, too. Um, this was a huge surprise. Uh, Curse is based in Irvine. Uh, but it should be interesting to see what's going to happen between them. But yes, Curse has been acquired by Twitch. Now on to my impressions so far for No Man's Skies. I've played about 15 hours I would have liked to play more, but I had a lot of overtime this week. But I played about 15 solid hours of it. And it's, you know what? To be honest with you, it has lived up to my expectations. Now, I really wasn't expecting a whole lot. I was expecting a lot of just walking and exploring. And I kind of equated to Star Trek. Uh, Star Trek, kind of an episode of exploring strange new worlds and seeing out new civilizations. Uh, and, it, and you know what? It's done a pretty good job. Um, now, the combat is all right. It's... It's not the best, but I wasn't expecting great combat from it. I love that you can just get around and walk on the planet for hours, days, months, and just find new things. All planets are a little bit different. They all have their different um, strengths and weaknesses or hazards, as you say, or positives as well. Uh, all of them have sentinels just going around everywhere, and I'll always go, where are you guys coming from? 
Uh, all different types of ships. It's interesting that you have to learn the language as well. I kind of like that because you kind of makes you explore and make sure that you learn the language as you go along the way. Uh, so it's not always pre into pre rendered into English or whatever uh, is your native tongue. Uh, but that that's kind of cool as well. Uh, trading from the galactic market to just traders as well, and just having that system and it going. Some materials are more valued than others, and you, you can get more money for that. It is an interesting way of doing it as well. I think it's really well made for what it tried to accomplish. I think it accomplished what it actually tried to set out. Exploration. Combat is a little weak, but beyond that, for the most part, I think it's a really great game. I think it's a game that could be played for quite a while because uh, the algorithm is making new planets and new creatures all the time, so you never really get bored of it, and it's kind of just find the middle of the universe and have fun with it, and that's your only objective, and that's fine with me. For you, for those people that really want like specific mission objectives, this is not the game for you. You will get bored of it quite quickly because you are doing it yourself. You are guiding yourself. There's no one telling you what to do. It's just you. Now, my own, my biggest qualm with it is that the tutorial was awful. It took me about two hours to figure it out. That was kind of frustrating. But once I got the hang of it and understood it, it was it was a blast to play. Like exploring and you know analyzing new creatures and new uh, samples and then naming the creatures it was kind of fun I didn't name all of them I mean named a few of them because there's just so much that I don't really want to name all of them but for tentatively it is about four cups of coffee for me yeah it's good it's good brew uh, it, it's fun for me I like that I can do what I want with it and there's no parameters or rules to it, and I can discover new things, and I can walk around planets. And upgrading is like always you're exploring to find the pause to upgrade your exosuit. Uh, you can upgrade ships. Uh, you can fight different ships. You can you can fight freighters if you don't want to. You don't have to. Uh, you can go down the the going from space to planets is pretty seamless. Pop-ins are a problem. Uh, frame rate issues are a real problem. I only, and as I said before, I only found a couple bugs. One just got me out of the game. I couldn't back, get back into it. And the alt tab bug, which was kind of lame. Um, for streaming wise, OBS didn't work for me. Uh, Shadowplay was not compatible with it. Um, but there was only really one that I found that was actually compatible with it, and it was XSplit. XSplit was the only one compatible with it that actually recorded for me. So that's kind of a negative as well. Um, I kind of wish there would be a little bit more. Curse was not implemented with it, so but there wasn't a really big deal with that because you can't really play with people, which I kind of wish you could like play a little bit co-op with it, and maybe they'll add that as well. That's what I kind of like to see a little bit uh, the ability to play with co-op, so, so with somebody else, which would be fine, and allowing you to like you know join games, uh, which would be kind of cool to see. Um, but beyond that, I'm having a blast with it. It's fun when I get the time to play it. It's just, I get to do what I want. I don't have any type of direction with it. Just find the middle of the universe, and that's it. And I like that. And I like the art style. It's it's pretty cool. Um, I liken it to Star Trek, so I'm playing a Star Trek episode every time I play into it. And that kind of, like, gets my nerdish. My nerdish, you know, little boy. Kind of, like, jumping for joy. Like, yay! And so, like I said, I give it four cups of coffee, or I give it a good, a good brew.
It's good. It has its problems, but it's good. It's satisfying for me. All right, that's the end of Gamers Cafe. Hope you enjoyed it. And be sure to subscribe to Digital Coffee on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, follow Digital Coffee on Twitter at DigitalCO77EE, at Facebook Digital Coffee Podcast, Instagram Digital Coffee Podcast, via Digital.Coffee, Google Plus at Digital Coffee Podcast, and YouTube at Digital Coffee Podcast. I'm your host, Red Deister, and see you on Monday when I go through Digital Coffee and the tech news. All right, guys, have a good weekend. Enjoy your time off if you work only five days a week. All right, guys, later.